You're listening to Steel City Music. Hey, you're listening to Steel City Music. I'm your host, Jamie Gunnersmith. Joining me right now via Zoom, uh, hopefully all of the Killjoys. They've been hating everyone since 1994. <laughs> it's Mike Trovacaco, the Shellster Shelley Woods, and also Gene Champagne. He has no face. He's just the audio in the background. Gentlemen, welcome to Steel City Music. Thanks hey, for having us, Jamie. How's it going? Uh, good. I'm so happy to be hanging out with you guys, aside from Gene, uh, that uh, we get to have this chat. I wanted to do, and it's my fault, I wanted to do, uh, like, if we could all be like a cafe in Hamilton and just sit and, you know, have like coffee and we could be like those those guys we used to be where we would like catch up and we'd have like the coffee and maybe the donut and we'd talk about music and shows and stuff. And uh, apparently in Hamilton, all coffee shops close at two o'clock in the afternoon. It's like a bylaw. <laughs> oh, didn't know that. It is. Tim Hortons was open. Tim Hortons. The Tim's, they stay open. But. Yeah, but every Tim Hortons we go to, there's always like something bad happens, you know, and uh, I've, I've had enough like near hits and misses going into Tim Hortons. So I'm a little. That stabbing did it. I think it did. I think it did. Yeah. It's never left my, my brain, that sort of thing. Uh, but the reason why we're having this chat is sadly October 1st in uh, Tirana, the Horseshoe Tavern. Um, you guys are going to be performing in the special guest opening up is Danny Lage and the looks. Uh, the last time I seen you guys play live was at the Horseshoe, but my memory isn't as good as others. What year was that? Was that two years before COVID started? It was January 2017. Holy crap, that's a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, aside from COVID, uh, that happened, of course, and you guys played in it, we're playing in 2017. I know you guys are doing some recording, that sort of thing, um, because you were just uh, milling around, just playing some music. Uh, it wasn't as if you guys were going to get back together, but it was uh, the process of, uh, of writing some new tunes, uh, kind of to me on my end, it was kind of like, capturing that old flair of the killjoys that sort of thing um and this five-year hiatus now we're at that point of okay everyone's going to come out and see you guys play and in my brain i'm thinking where's the muscle memory at when it comes to playing the songs because it there's been so many the bands never broke up but there's been so many long lulls of killjoy shows do you want to take that mike uh well, it's not good, um, but it's getting better. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, that's why we were rehearsing, right? We've been practicing for a month, so it's coming back. Uh, but uh, no, things will be in uh, top, tip-top shape on the on Saturday. So. Right. How about you, uh, Shelly? How are you feeling about all of it? Well, uh, hand-wise, uh, I've been at it since June. Right. I'm trying to get back to that level. Um, I've just had to accept I'll never be at that level again. You really have to do it every night, I think. Play the set for an hour every night somewhere right. on the road, and that's how you get to that level. But um, just like for the fast ones, I mean. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I think we're probably more rehearsed uh, than we have been in the past uh, ever. So that's good. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good yeah. sign. How about you, Gene? How do you feel about uh, relearning the Killjoy songs or trying to bring them back uh, in, in your mind and how to play them? Uh, muscle memory. It was a little shaky at first just because I was playing such a different style the last little bit. But coming back to this and 
uh, a lot of changes uh, that we do. It's not just straight rock and roll. Um, yeah, it's good. I think it's, it's there again. There is some muscle memory, I think. Um, when you guys announced that, the, oh, sorry, go ahead, Shelly. That's good. It's just a bit like a bike, but a little more painful. <laughs> <laughs> like falling off a bike. Yeah, exactly. As Gene said. A big fall, yes. Repeatedly. decided okay yeah let's do a show um and then you, you commit committed to doing the show again and, and having some fun that sort of thing uh what was the reaction that you got from uh friends and family that sort of thing what was their reaction oh, sort of like oh this again that you idiot of, that sort of thing <laughs> no i mean people are excited to see the band again and uh, we're excited yeah. to see the band too so uh um See, they're still excited after the show yeah <laughs> but that we'll but that, about that that goes with um a, on my end i know like a lot of uh, my friends who are the original fans of the band that sort of thing they get super excited because it's attached to certain memories of their life over the last 25 years right and yeah, sure. but i was i was kind of wondering how uh the, the your personal family would be how what their reactions were like it was like is this something that you want to do again? Uh, or is this just another, is this just a one-off? Well, nobody's really asked that. Oh. They just, uh, they're, they're, they're glad to, uh, I mean, my sister's going to be there, speaking of family members. Right. Uh, my parents won't be there this time, although they usually are, but um, uh, they're uh, going to hang at home this time. Um my brother's not around so uh you know that's that's the general reactions on your uh, my girlfriend will be relaxing at home <laughs> right so you know i mean i guess that's a level of excitement um it's a certain level shelly there was a with with both gene and mike they mike of course does cemetery spawn he does his own music and uh and gene has been uh, doing the bands that he's made up since um killjoy shut down and he also does the teenage head thing as well but with you there was i remember when the killjoy shut down you were playing a lot of thursday nights and you were um playing covers that sort of thing for other people and then you yeah. slowly got out of it yeah and then now that these killjoy shows have started up again um i'm wondering what's the reaction like when you're at work and then people kind of like hear that you're in this band from from the 90s that was you know famous in canada i uh, well i try and keep it under wraps as long as possible but people have a way of finding out and uh it's fine it's fine i'm not you know i'm proud of the band i'm proud of right. what we've done and the music still stands up as far as i'm concerned so you know, I just I just let it be. And there, there might be a coworker coming to the show. Right, come, come, 
not no pressure but it doesn't weird you out at all like when they when they see you up on stage and then they're just like they 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 do they not when they get a little freaked out like oh my god i can't believe i i know that song and i love that song and blah 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 right doesn't weird me out it might weird them out if they that would would totally weird me out though if i accomplished what you guys accomplished and then coming out and then having because there's there's different levels of who we are as we age over the years like from like we're talking over a 25 year span like you're a different person from what you were back then right well you're totally different it, i'm different in the band now than i am at work now right so it's, yeah. it's two different worlds right yeah going to your day job and then going to rehearsal or going to the show it's uh, yeah. i i mean I, I, off, yeah. that I mean, way in the case of Gene, he's, he's always had that uh, steady day job sort of thing. When I mean, from what I remember, you were working since you were 16, 17, you know, yep. and then having people like going, you know, um, I work with a guy who was in this very popular band in Canada. And, and then you, you know, and then when new people meet you, then when they find out, I always, I think I always put myself in your guy's shoes of how you have to like, talk and deal with uh, the subject matter that sort of thing do you ever get weirded out by it um is that question to me yeah um sort of i i'm like shelly i keep it under wraps i don't ever tell anybody anything you know with whoever i play with and then eventually they find out and they're the ones that want to have the conversation about it but i just you know it's every day to me it's it's i've always had a day job uh and where i work is always understood my what I do and uh they've been good so if it's time to go and I got to go do something I go do it and that's that's that and that's that's the the luxury of the job that I have um but yeah you know it's it's humbling too because you can do something huge and fantastic and play a big festival and then the next few days later I'm just doing what I do and uh yeah it's a it's a strange um strange bookend you know Two it's lives. Strange. It's really switching back and forth. I think it yeah. is. It's very strange. To be Saturday show and then Monday back at work. That's that's yeah. weird. Yeah, it is weird. I've kind of gotten used to it. You've been there once, not been twice. You should take my advice. She's the best that you've had. You get violently mad, and I can't. See what you fail away now. I won't die for you. No way now. Cause the sun will come through any day now. Any day. it almost seems like you have to develop uh, an entirely different personality um, or a persona would, would was that a fair statement i don't know if it's a persona but you certainly i think uh i think yeah you do i think it just you just actually turn it on it, it just i mean i feel more like me when i'm doing the music than i do any other time to be honest with you right um i wanted there was there was another question i had about the the beginning of the band uh, the band came out of the monday nuns uh, back in the early '90s, and that was like you know Stony Creek, that sort of thing. And there's been like different members, that sort of sort of stuff. 
but I, I was trying to figure out when was the day, like what was the timeline when Shelly actually joined the Killjoys? Because I remember Oops. Mike Daly being in the Killjoys, but I didn't know who the, the, the bass player was. Or was it reversed? Well, Daly was in the Nuns, I think. And he was a mutual friend of us, so that's how I got called. So that's how you got into the Killjoys. So, we'd, so the early stuff was four-piece with Daly. And then he... You know he couldn't do it anymore, right? For all personal was... reasons, and um, right. we stayed a three piece. The funny thing about that is, personally, I don't know how the other two guys feel, but I kind of feel like as soon as we became that three piece, that's when the to me this big switch was flicked, and we just all of a sudden became a band, like the the real band that we wanted to be. And uh, I just felt all the momentum from it. That was a huge, huge change for me. Right. D, when I referred to the band, the Monday Nuns, it was a totally different style of band. It had little elements of the replacements, pop, rock. There was also some country stuff that I really enjoyed listening to in, in the band at that time. Um, but uh, the songs that started out the tail end of that and the beginning of the Killjoys, it, are any of those still around uh, recording wise that you guys can go back and listen to, or is it like, has the annals of time made them disappear in our collection? No, I think, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, I, I was think... just going to, I think there's stuff around. I know that uh, Eric had the, had a lot of our uh, tapes, the reels, the original reels that we recorded on. Right. But who knows what happened? He has died. And so, yeah, he, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. He passed away. Uh, he was the bass ago, player yeah. for Monday Nuns for a while. Yeah, I probably have cassettes of some of this stuff. I don't know if it's ever made it to CD. I mean, I'd have to really go digging for it. But, you know, speaking about kind of going back to some of the music, I mean, our one single I've been good was actually an old song. I don't know. Was that a Monday Nun? That was, yeah, a Monday Nun one that yeah. actually uh, it, it's it still kind of fit with what we were doing. So absolutely, we re-recorded we, we it. Actually, I love playing that one. Right. I, I only bring that up just because I was thinking about, you know, all the all the music that you guys put together over the years. And to me, there's there was all I, I even like jokingly said to you guys in a chat, like I still have stupid little lines of songs that I hum along with. I don't know the names of them. Right. You know, like uh, sometimes I'm saying pushing up the daisies and I'm like, where, where the hell is that from? You know, and then I have but I don't know what it's. I don't know if that's original Killjoy song uh, with Mike Daly or if that's like that, a Monday yeah, night song. That's that one of the first good. ones I learned. Yeah, that was with Daly, um, I think. Yeah. It was Daly. So, so when you guys ever go through the discovery of stuff, you go and you and you listen to it, like, how do you like, you go like, okay, I, I heard this. We played this. What is this? Well, we, yeah, we just actually had that the other day. We, I think Mike found a, a rehearsal or something that we had done oh i don't know only six years ago but uh nobody we like, has any recollection, no recollection of doing, of doing it, it. <laughs> you know? but we have this recording of it so but is there but, but you didn't write anything down like it's called this it's about uh, this yeah it's <laughs> on the label it has a title that's, that's as that's as far as it and it sounds quite rehearsed we must have worked at it a lot and then then it disappeared we didn't use it <laughs> Take 
that's another thing too um that, that i always uh, wonder about when when a band sits down and goes through and i ask this question of other bands i go if you're going to record you have all these songs and to me if it's an album it, it tells a story like you know you write this song and that leads into this and this tells a story but there's a conclusion to the end of an album with the killjoys did you guys ever follow that or was it just like bits and pieces of ideas that you that you put together no it was a it's, it's sort of supposed to tell a story it's more like a time you know a, a slice of time uh, really the the album and people don't really listen to albums the same way anymore but the sequencing was very important to us uh putting it together that was like a satisfying uh thing with a beginning middle and end uh, so yeah, like like sort of like a story, I think. So that was definitely on our minds. Absolutely, even going records. even going down to how much space between songs. I mean, that's yeah. We yeah. think of it of how if you're listening to an album front to back and how how a whole album breathes and feels, and uh, that's all important. I think that's sort of gone away now. How yeah. you, you the way you guys answer that is like it's very important for the timing of something and how it breathes. And you said like you know the sequencing and, and how it feels in time. Is that the kind of thing that you put towards doing a set list? It is. Yes. Absolutely. Um, it's different than an album totally because it's a different, it's a different ride, but yeah, absolutely. You, you kind of build the set the same way. Right. But, but with the killjoys I've noticed over the years, it's always been, if it runs 32 minutes, it's going to be, you know, can't have more than 32 to maybe 35 minutes in, in the old days because it was like, bam, 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 you're welcome. You know, see you next time. Well, and also the songs are pretty short. Yeah. You know, by design, they're pretty short songs. So we can fit a lot into 32 minutes. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, but, but, there's, but no, uh, there's no extended solos or jamming or anything. So. Yeah, well, like let's let's get into that portion of what the Killjoys are because here's a band that I, I haven't seen in since 2017, and I'm like, okay, so what's the set list going to be? It can't. You, the thinking can't be, you know, 1996, 97, where it's like, okay, here's our 45 minute. If we do more than an hour, everyone's going to get bored. They're not going to come back to the next show. But after five years of not seeing the band, there's this nostalgic feeling of I want to see I want to see them on stage as long as possible. So to, you know, like someone like myself, or, or you know, like I want to see all the songs from the albums, and I want to see all the great covers that they used to do as encores. So, well, you're not going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. This time around, you're going to have some old and some new, too. We're really excited about playing some new stuff, actually. You don't need any more than I, I do Someone to set their watch and be synchronized with you I won't be your opener You can't star in this whole show Number 36 on my list In a letter that was never sent
how does the work? How are you going to work in the new stuff with with like? Because there's a, there's a lot of material. Mike just said we play a lot of songs. Some of them are short. I mean, you know, you're you're looking at a giant set of music, right? And there's like, you know, you have everything from Milos Motos, you know, uh, Starry, you know, and uh, Give Me Five, and then you know, then there's some really long ones. Like all of a sudden, what if someone hollers out Rocket Sleep? You know, like what that's what are we, what are we doing there, folks? Cause that's a long song. Yeah. We could only, you know, we, we just concentrated on a certain amount of songs and uh, you know, we didn't do everything. We just sort of picked uh, a few songs. So. Uh, like because I there's said, always next somebody, time. Like I said, yeah. There's, <laughs> right. there's going to be next time. We'll do all the songs eventually. Just not all in the same show. That's all. Hey, if you're just tuning in now, you're listening to Steel City Music. I'm your host, Jamie Gunner-Smith, with my special guests and my friends, uh, the Killjoys. They'll be performing Saturday, October 1st at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto. And of course, if you hit up steelcitymusic.ca, you click on the Killjoys, there'll be a link to grab a ticket. Opening up the show is uh, Danny Lage, and the looks will be on there as well. Um, show, the doors are at what time again? Is it like 8, 8.30, Gene? It says Probably 8, 8 I think. On the poster. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's this... Um, I've been inundated with questions from different people about, you know, uh, what time's the band going on? Is there parking? Nighttime. Yeah. It'll be dark. (laughs) There's going to be, some things just don't seem to change uh, over the years where (laughs) everyone seems to have you want you to do something for their needs, Uh, (laughs) their immediate needs, that sort of thing. Uh, That's just a little joke towards some of my friends, that sort of thing. So but uh the show's gonna <laughs> i just find it funny when people ask me oh what time are you gonna go on well mike hit it on the head yeah you know we're on at nighttime and the guy with the hot dog cart is still there at the corner so <laughs> yeah, there is that things don't change it's like no. you go in and you stand there you you go you hit up the merch table you go oh oh i want one of those shirts oh what's that and is that a hoodie oh yeah maybe i'll get a hoodie you know is that a toque no i'm not buying a toque keep all five thousand of them yeah, the and fall, then the, the fall line is out jamie yeah <laughs> so, uh, definitely go to the merch table and check out our fall line yeah but yeah. There's, there's a there's a progress of like where family and friends come out and they, they they do the circle they do the circle and then they say well what time is what time are they coming on you know like it's uh i got a sitter you know? you're getting those calls i haven't had those calls yet i get those calls all the time you know it's just like you know uh, it's like well if they go if they go on at midnight and they do an encore are they done at 1 30 and i'm like i i don't know like i don't i don't like i from what i remember when you go to a bar you just go to a bar and you buy something and then you go and you watch the band and then you go eat something horrible outside i mean that's yeah but people flinch now when you tell them the time right because be they're older, they get yeah, they have sitters, they working in the morning, whatever. But yeah, oh, my running joke has been, you know, um, if you don't know who the Kildres are, ask your mom and dad, and they'll 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 fill you in on on all of those things, right? So, uh, so we're at the we're, the show's going to happen, of course, uh, happening on uh, October first. Uh, what happens after the show? There'll be jokes. Uh, it would be like that, you know, that tired, you know, we did it, we pulled it off, blah, 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 you know, whatever, you'll make fun of each other, mistakes, whatever, ha, ha, ha. At what point do you guys, it's true, this is what, this is what happens, every band does it, but what happens in the next couple of months where uh, you start going, how did it feel? Like, do you have those conversations? Of, did that feel all right? Was that, was that something that we can do again in 2023? 
Well, we know from rehearsals already that uh, uh, it's 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 sounding good. It's sounding tight again, and it's uh, and it feels good. Uh, we're still enjoying the songs and each other's company, and um, yeah. Uh, so it bodes well for twenty twenty three. Um, both Gene and Mike, you both been writing different styles of music over the last little while. Um. I was thinking about this is like there, there has to be a way of when you're writing like for cemetery spawn, there's like these visual things and you're doing all the indie horror thing on the, like, that's a whole other part of Mike and Gene. There's a whole other part of him doing the unteens in the past junior achiever and writing songs and most recently teenage head. But when you go back to the Killjoys and you started writing, you have a couple new tunes. What was that feeling like? Was it, did you have to like get into like a certain vibe that you used to have, or was this just like a whole new thing for you guys again? You want to take a mic? Uh, well, the Killjoys is definitely a, a, you know, it's a particular thing, you know, you, you've got sort of parameters like to work with and that's sort of just a known, uh, a known factor uh, that I've always sort of written Killjoys songs for the Killjoys. Right. And uh you know the horror rock stuff is is an is a you know you you've got certain different parameters for for that stuff um uh you know sort of sort of the sometimes metally sort of you know you've just right. got a different you've got to put a different hat on for that but having said that we are doing a cemetery spawn song in uh in the set yeah awesome so, uh, and it fits it fits well it fits the band fits both bands it probably fits the killjoys better i i sometimes i would just slip and write a killjoys song for uh cemetery spawn i think i did that a couple of times but we know that going into it too that <clears throat> you know like when he played us those songs it's like yeah that's a killjoy song and yeah. you know you could immediately hear um my part or shelly's part you just even if if Mike had played it differently for that. You can hear, I mean, we can hear it in our head and it's like, yeah, that's, that's absolutely fitting. And then uh, I think we just, no matter what we do, when we play together, we're going to sound like the Killjoys, no matter what we do. And when, when, when you bring those particular songs in, it becomes the Killjoys. Right. Yeah. Hey, um, and we're doing uh, a song from crabs as well, which wasn't necessarily a cemetery spawn song, but it was outside of the Killjoys, but it was a Killjoys song. Totally. So there is an evolution. Then you, we can say that there is an evolution in the in the sound of the Killjoys. It's it's not just pigeonholed as what you loved in the '90s, but there is an, an expansion of it, though. This stuff that you the, the new stuff fits very very well with what the Killjoys did, and I think it would actually you could hear it on a record. You could hear it on any one of those records. Okay, cool, man. Guys, you know, thank you for taking this time um, and, and thank everyone in your, in your household that helped you get hooked onto the internet if you needed the help. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> I did it myself. Maybe yeah, if I had, this, this is why I, mean, I, mean, I had one job. Running late. Right? You had like just one thing. Link. You had one yeah. thing. Uh, Loading? What time's loading? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have an advance to show, Jamie. 
I mean, that used to be your job, but I'll, I'll yeah, I know. worry about it. I'll yeah, well, okay. Well, give me the number and uh, I'll call him <laughs> up. Uh, let me dig up my fax machine and uh, and see if uh, the fax is still, are they still working? You know, uh, you probably threw yours out the window, but uh, I threw that and a whole lot of stuff. You know what? I don't, don't even get me started. Um, one thing though, is I do have to get a medium size uh, today. I hate everyone t-shirt for my wife. Uh, that's a necessity. Oh. Mike said there's a fall lineup as well. So I got to get myself a hoodie, that sort of stuff. And do you know, I never wear any of the, you know, the stuff that I have from the Killjoys, right? I'm just well, you waiting. You got to keep it. You've got to keep it. Uh, keep it fresh. And, yeah. Well, anything that I've good. ever owned has been stolen. Like absolutely everything is gone. No. Whatever. What was that? Whatever, yeah. whatever horrible girl I was dating at the time is now has all my stuff. Like, it's just so, I mean, I'm surprised you guys have anything, you know, like, it's just, it's all gone. That and my Superman comics, gone, stolen, gone. Oh, that's just don't be date. worth something. Someday. I know probably worth a lot of money with, with all those uh, Killjoy stuff that I had too. Gentlemen, thank you for uh, taking the time to do this. And I can't wait uh, for Saturday, October 1st at the Horseshoe and uh, to uh, get in the van and to uh, make all the jokes and to uh, make fun of you and, and have you guys make fun of me. Uh, I'm like a little kid right now. It's a date. It's a date. <laughs> Sometimes, you know what? I'm not being mean here, Mike, but uh, you come off a little surly. You know what I mean? It's a date. Like you're like, you got this like little Norm McDonald thing going on or you're going to like <laughs> make fun of me, you know? It's, uh, yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for everything. Hey, this is Gene from the Killjoys. We're playing Saturday, October 1st at the Horseshoe, Toronto, Ontario. Opening for us is Danny Lage and the Looks. See you there. I come undone, wound too tight. I know that I'm wrong and you were right. I can't look you in the face. I settle with my normal grace. Can't put me on the shelf Then take me down again When you feel like myself Steel City Music